Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And bring on from ESPN, Mr. David Newton. David, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, happy Friday to you. A happy Friday to you on a uh, nice, gorgeous Friday here in uh, Charlotte today. Uh, David, obviously, uh, you know, mood changed from where we were a week ago talking with you after what we saw against the Arizona Cardinals. Baker has not been good through the first four weeks. I know Sam Darnold's still a ways away. If you saw Baker struggle early in this game, any chance in your eyes P.J. Walker could be on the field? I think there's a chance, but it would have to be a pretty mighty uh, struggle. I think the fear the team has that if they replace Baker, then then he's done, and then his confidence is totally shot. And, and he like Baker. I mean, like P.J. If you if you replace P.J. in the game, he's going to be okay. But if you take a guy like Baker that's used to being the guy every single week of your entire football life, then I think you're probably saying we've lost total confidence in you. And I, I think that's the delicate balance they've got to deal with here. Um, you know, had Sam Darnold been healthy, maybe they would have been more uh, likely to have made a move. If, you know, if Matt Corral was healthy and it progressed through training camp, maybe so. But if you do it for P.J. at this point, and I think they could have been at least 2-2 two and two if P.J. is starting quarterback, then – I think you're telling Baker Mayfield he's done, and for all practical purposes, you're kind of telling the players we're kind of giving up on this season a little bit. David, when, when Baker spoke to you guys Wednesday, I, I will give him credit. He, he took ownership uh, of what has happened or not has happened so far with this offense. You know, he said, I, I've, "I've not been good. I've got to be better." But with that said, uh, go back to last Sunday after the game, and he was asked about the boos, and he said, "Look, I don't care. I don't care about the boos. I don't care about the you know the, the fans booing." Uh, I got to believe if he gets off to another rough start Sunday, he's going to hear even more of what he said he didn't care about. Uh, he's going to hear that Sunday as well. Yeah, I don't know if he doesn't care about it. I mean, he, he actually admitted that he didn't like the booze because he, he his answer, I think, to that question was, you saw what we did right after that. We went down and scored a touchdown. And uh, it, it sounded like it was like this was pissed off Baker Mayfield that that got him going in the right direction. Maybe that's what they need. They need him to be to the point that he's so ticked off that, that he just throws caution to the wind and starts just playing football because I think right now he's not just playing football. He's out there thinking too much, and that's just not a good thing, especially for the quarterback because everybody's counting on you to make good decisions, and when you're thinking too much, I mean, then then you're going to make bad decisions. I mean, the decision to throw the ball in that fourth and one, I know it's RPO, to me, that was just a horrible decision. I mean, at that point, you put the ball in your best player's hands. And plus, he probably should have seen that the, the, the safety was blitzing. So, 
again, those are the kind of decisions that are really hurting this team because at that point, what was a three-point game? You don't, you're still in it. Even if you don't make it on fourth and one, you're still in it if your defense holds them to a field goal. But after you know, the tip pass, they get a return, they go down there and score another touchdown, and then it's over, it's over for all practical purposes. So he's just got to get to playing football the way he practices it because I don't think they're seeing the things – in practice that they're seeing in the games out of Baker Mayfield. David Newton, ESPN.com with us here on the afternoon rush. Uh, clearly, Baker's not been good, but Ben McAdoo probably falls in that category as well. What does he need to do better, David, if this offense is going to get going? Probably just simplify things. I mean, at that, at that point, like the fourth and one call I keep going to, instead of just having an RPO, just uh, yeah, say we're going to run the ball and we're going to give it to Christian McCaffrey. We're going to do a quarterback sneak. We're going to make it really simple. We're not going to make you decide whether you have to throw the ball or run the ball at that point. I think simplify is probably the best thing. Just go to the things that you know that Baker Mayfield does well and let him do those things because right now it's just you can tell. I mean, he's just not comfortable in the pocket. But I think – the plays have been there. I mean, the play on the reverse, I know Baker got credited with the fumble, but that was Rashard Higgins. He should have had that ball. And if he goes for the double reverse and gets the ball to D.J. Moore, D.J. may have walked into the end zone untouched. I mean, it was wide open on that side. And, you know, you see some drop passes that players have got to make plays like that. So I think he's calling plays that, that can work. Baker's just not making them happen. And, again, like that, the reverse – that was in a situation where Baker didn't make it happen. I know, again, he got credit for the fumble, but, again, that, that should have been Richard Higgins' fumble all the way, but they always give that to the quarterback. David, I, I just think this. If your offense is struggling as much as this one is, to me, it, it's, it just feels like you get the ball in your best player's hands as much as you possibly can to make plays, and that's Christian McCaffrey. And yet we saw last Sunday in a, in a game that was 10-10 going into the fourth quarter – Somehow McCaffrey only had two carries in, in the second half. I just that is just that is so head scratching to me. I, I don't understand. So it still feels like as good as, as really CMC's been so far this year and he's been healthy, he's still the usage to me is still a question. Yeah, I, I agree, and that's just inexcusable. I mean, you gotta get Christian McCaffrey at least fifteen to twenty carries a game, I believe. And and I think it's even more essential this week. They've gotta they've gotta run the ball, even if Christian's running into brick walls. They've got to continue to try to run the ball and move the ball and control the clock and play. I go back to John Fox football. I mean, that's that's what John Fox did so well. I mean, he, he stuck with the run, and he had some really good running backs back in the day, but he stuck with the run no matter what, even when it wasn't working because he knew eventually that wear and tear on the defense, they, they'd make some plays, and they've got to do that because he Christian is your best player. You got to use him and take advantage of that. And 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 again, you want to the way this team is built. And I wrote this morning that they probably would have been better off with Jimmy Garoppolo over Baker Mayfield. But the re- big reason is, is is Garoppolo can manage a game. He can do the he can be the guy that doesn't have to throw it for three hundred yards or and, and five touchdowns. He can be the guy, game manager. It may be boring, but it, it's winning football. And when you got a defense like the Panthers have been playing well. You got special teams for the most part been playing well, but you just need the offense to not make mistakes, and that's the problem. They've just been making too many mistakes. David Newton, ESPN, continuing with us here on the afternoon rush. Terrence Marshall looks like we'll get to see back on the field this Sunday. Uh, and uh, Matt Rule said he's had a great three weeks of practice. Mark and I were talking. Why the hell's it take three weeks? Then uh, do you think we'll actually see Marshall on the field on Sunday? I do uh, for several reasons. One, Lavisca's not going to play. 
Uh, the hamstring's going to keep him out. Same hamstring that really impacted him at Jacksonville before they got him on a trade. Uh, and Richard probably didn't, you know, win a lot of confidence in the staff by that fumble on the reverse. So I, I think they've got to they've got to find out what Terrace Marshall can do. Um, I mean, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore really haven't done a lot. So why not give this guy a chance? I mean, I know he has he hasn't performed in the games in the past. He probably hasn't been as good in practice as he needed to be. But the guy was a playmaker in college. You got to find out if you got anything. Otherwise, I think I put on Twitter last week. It feels like a waste of draft pick. David, when Ben McAdoo was hired, we all wondered, hey, would the, the, the tight ends now finally start being included in these game plans? And to this point, I think that answer is no. Uh, we saw Ian Thomas, the big catch in that first game. It, it's been pretty quiet. They both, him and Tommy Tremble, had drops last week. Uh, are you surprised that we sit here in week five and still the tight ends are really non-existent in this offense? I really am, and I'm really uh... – Tremble's the one that's kind of disappointed me the most because I really thought he would be not a huge part, but a, a solid part of this offense. And again, plays like last week where he had the drops. Uh, I know some of them look like they were all targeted by Mayfield, but some of those should have been caught. And some of your elite tight ends are going to make those plays. And um, I still think he has a chance to be that kind of a player. But, you know, you, the way the Panthers want to control the clock and, and, and play football right now, they've got to get a guy like Trimble more involved. Uh, Ian Thomas, I'm not saying – I don't know if they can get Ian Thomas more involved. I know he's had moments, but most of his moments have flashed during training camp, and it never has during the regular season. He's, you know, his reputation is for a blocker, but they've got to have another option out there. Maybe it's maybe it's their fullback slash tight end and Ricky. I mean, I I think he's he's a guy that, that I think Baker can benefit from getting the ball. He saw it in some of their uh, preseason scrimmages so when they were down in New England, he was getting him the ball, and uh, it, it seemed to work, but they haven't really done that as much in the games. David Newton here on the Afternoon Rush. So one positive, it feels like, David, uh, at least the last couple of weeks, Icky there at left tackle seems to be finding his footing a little bit more. What have you seen from the rookie? Yeah, that's the scary part uh, about the offense right now is I think Icky's played better. The offensive line is given – Mayfield some chances to make plays and he just hasn't been able to do it. So I think while he's not playing like a you know nearly a top level, I think he's playing well enough where they should be able to win some game with him playing there. And he's only, he's only going to get better. And I think the more that he and Brady Christensen play on that left side next to each other, the stronger that's going to get. David, you're in that locker room a lot. Do you still sense that these guys still believe in what Matt Rule and his coaching staff are preaching? I absolutely do. That's the uh, that's the good news for this team is the the players have not given up on Matt Rule and and what he can do. I, I was doing a story a couple of weeks ago and I asked several of the players that had come from like Jacksonville or the New York Jets that have been with organizations that you know were perennial losers. I said, does it feel different here than it did there? And every one of them said absolutely that they just don't sense the same woe as we me uh, kind of attitude that they had with those organizations. Um, they didn't feel like they were beaten before they got in the game. So I do think that the players have that confidence in, in Matt. And, and bottom line, I mean, coaches get fired because players don't execute. And that's what they're not doing. They're not executing. So um, I, I think players are there. I think they're putting the defense is playing great. But and if they had a solid quarterback play, they could easily be 3-1 and, and we'd be having a different conversation here. 
David, uh, defensively, unfortunately lost Jeremy Chin for at least the next four weeks. I know Xavier Woods, no practice all week. So what's your thought on the uh, back end of this defense and into this game against San Francisco? Yeah, getting a little scary back there, but it looks like Xavier will probably play. Uh, Matt Rule said that today that he thinks he can make a go of it. He'll have practice in three days, but he has been taking the mental reps. And I talked to Xavier uh, yesterday, and, and he came and gave the same indication he thinks he can go. And Justin Burris is a guy that started some games and played fairly well for the Panthers the first couple of years under Matt Rule. So, uh, but the, the difference is he just can't play as many different spots as Jeremy Chin and make the plays that Jeremy Chin did. So I think that's a huge loss for this defense. The good news is they're not playing a really high-scoring, prolific offense. Um, the 49ers are more what the Panthers kind of want to be with the way they play solid defense, control the ball on the ground. But, uh, again, not having Chin in there is going to make it tougher. And not just for the pass defense, for the, for the run defense, too, because Jeremy plays a big role there. David, for a struggling offense, is this about the worst possible matchup they could see on Sunday? Is this 49er defense that we just saw overmatch the Rams Monday night? Yeah, let's say they got the number one defense in the league versus the uh, number thirty-two offense in the league. I don't know, I don't know how you can get any worse than that. Negative, you know, thirty-third ranked offense out there. But yeah, this is the worst case scenario. And the the things that the 49ers do well, you know, will probably be, you know, as far as stopping the run and putting pressure on the quarterback, are the things that the Panthers have struggled with. I mean. We look at the batted down passes. I mean, what, five last week, 11 and two games for Baker Mayfield. I think he's up to 54 for the, his career, which is by far the most of any player since 2018. And, and, and 49ers are good. They, what, they have seven sacks and, what, 24, 17, whatever pressure is last yeah. week. I mean, they, they're, they're going to be coming all out to try to rattle Baker Mayfield. And I think that's going to be an issue because, I just don't feel that even though he says he trusts his offensive line, he's not really showing it on the field because when he gets in there, he tends to he rushes plays. He doesn't. He's just not playing fluid, and he's not playing like a guy that's confident in his offensive line. 49ers do come in 0-2 on the road this year, averaging just 10 points a game. They have overall won seven straight in the Eastern time zone. David Newton, ESPN. He's on Twitter at DNewtonESPN, covering the Carolina Panthers. David, always appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. You too. There you go. Great stuff uh, with David. We'll take a timeout. Uh, more to come, including Pick'em, coming your way next.